Love Talk Radio.
we're grateful because if it had not been for you, we would not be here. We opened our eyes this morning, God, because you gave us the strength to open our eyes. We were able to rise because you gave us strength and our limbs and the facilities of our body. We were able to get here, God, because you blessed us and brought us the way of safety and did not allow harm to come to us, Lord. We're grateful to again come into your presence because we know where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. And as we come before you today, have your way, Lord. Let flesh be crucified that you might be glorified, that your people might be edified in the name of Jesus. For God in you is life. And that's what we seek, God, life, eternal life, God. We pray, oh God, today that you will touch every person that have come seeking you, Lord. Bind the hand of the devil, God. Rebuke the hand of the enemy, Lord. God, let your anointing that resonates in this place even now. God, let there be an outpouring on your people. We need you, God, to take us to another level in you, Lord. God, we're faced with demonic forces, God. Evil spirits have come up against us, Lord, and we need to be fortified with your power. God, we can't make it on our own strength, God. We don't have enough to stand on, Lord, but we know, God, that your joy is our strength. Fill us up on today in the name of Jesus. Somebody have come this morning burdened down, God, with the issues of life, God. Somebody, God, is in the battle of their life. Somebody's God, fighting in their mind and in their spirit, Lord, where the devil have come in to war against them, Lord. But we thank you, God, because we know greater are you that's within us than he that is within this world, God. We know, God, that you are a deliverer, Lord, that you're the same yesterday, today, and forever. And you're no short of your promise, Lord, and you're able to deliver us, Lord. Touch us on today, Lord. We need you like never before. Fill us up with the Holy Ghost, God, and give us a refilling, Lord, that when we leave here today, Lord, we can leave with your anointing, Lord, that as we meet men and women, boys and girls, they might be converted to know who you are, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. We thank you because you are a healer. You're the God that healeth thee, and healing is in your wings, and you're able to touch our feeble bodies. You're able to save our troubled souls. And in the name of Jesus, bind every demon, Lord, every demonic force, Lord, God, that comes to keep us in the same place, Lord. We're willing, God, to surrender and say yes to your will, Lord. We're willing to turn our lives, God, over into your hands, Lord, because we come to the place, God, where we realize like never before, we need you, Jesus. More than anything we know, we need you, Jesus. While men are trying to find God, solutions to this chaotic world, God, we're looking to you.
you, Lord, because we know for every right desire, there is an answer. And Jesus, you're that answer. There's no need for us, God, to turn hither or thither, Lord. We need but to look for you, Lord, because you're the answer, God, for our trouble lies, Lord. Touch on the day, God. Break every yoke, oh God. Save on the day, God. Deliver on the day, God. Jesus, we need you, Lord. We need you, Jesus. We need you, Jesus. We're crying out to you, Lord. We know that you're able to save our souls. We know that you're able, God, to heal our bodies, Jesus. We know that you're able, God, to turn our situations around. Jesus, no other help we know. No other help we know. No other help we know, God. You're able, Jesus, to deliver our children. You're able, Jesus, to save the unsaved husband. You're able, Jesus, to heal the cancer patient. Nothing too hard for you, Jesus. No other God we know. We know that you're able, Jesus. We know that you're able, Jesus. We say yes to your will, God. Yes to your way, Lord. Have your way, Jesus. And we'll thank you for it. And we'll give your name the praise. And we'll bless you, Lord. Yes, we thank you, Lord. And we bless your holy name. Come on, open your mouth and give the Lord some praise. One day I wasn't talking One day I wasn't living 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We thank God for another Wednesday morning. I thank him for bringing us this far up into the week. It's a new week for us still, and many people call today hump day. They say they've gotten further towards the weekend. And so we thank God because many are off on the weekend. I'm off on the weekend myself, and uh, I thank God for it. And today we want to talk about nobody <clears throat> but you, Lord Jesus. Nobody but you. How many times have you said that? Or have you ever said it? Nobody but you, Lord. I know I've said this many times, many times. Yeah, because I knew and did that for me, for God. And I have let him know. I know no one else did this but you. And it's a beautiful thing, beautiful thing. And I am grateful unto him this morning that there are things that only he can do. No one else can do this but him. Today we want to talk about how do we get there? How do we get to be able to say nobody but you, Lord? Because many times others think it's them, their ways, how they do things. No, nobody but you, Lord. He's the only one. Hallelujah. Who can bring us out every time, over and over and over again. And I'm grateful unto him this morning for being able to bring me out many times. And he's not done bringing me out. I yet have other trials to go through that he will bring me out of. Once I get the lesson, <clears throat> excuse me, out of the trial, it's him that brings me out of the trial. And so I'm thankful this morning and uh, grateful unto him. Thank God that everything that I basically need, he's supplying it. Many things that I want, he's supplying it. He give it to me. I thank him that he even let me know what keeps you, Barbara, what keeps you healthy. Because many times we think, uh, it's exercise, it's this, that, and the other. But God will come in and truly show you <clears throat> what he designed to keep you healthy. And so I'm thankful unto him. Uh, been under the weather a little bit for a while, but nonetheless, he blessed me to keep going. It could be so much worse, so much worse. And um, I tried to set some things up that was convenient for me. But how many know the devil is always dizzy? He always got something going on. Yet, great is he that lives within me than he that is in the world. I just simply tell God about it and I keep going. I tell him what I want and I keep going. I tell him what I need spiritually and I keep going. Why? Because he keeps taking me on. <laughs> he keeps on blessing me over and over again. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm praying these days for the minds of the people. This, 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 this thing is serious. Y'all don't understand. It is serious because they have allowed the enemy to take their mind. They have allowed what's going on in the world to dictate to them and they become a part of it. Let me tell you something. If you have God, you don't have to worry about people and you don't have to worry about the world. 
Yeah. And I don't have to show nobody what I'm capable of doing. Yeah, I just do it. Was it Nike or was they the one that say just do it? Just do it is what I know. And I'm grateful unto him. Hallelujah. Don't have to impress nobody but God. And I don't have to impress him. What I have to do is walk up right before him. Mm-hmm. He knows the very intent of my heart. He knows I love him. And I'm grateful. Hallelujah. Again this morning. Unto him. Yes. Want to talk about the first key to God is faith. The first key to God is to believe. If you don't believe, you're not going to get nowhere. Not in him. You won't grow. You you really won't know him because you don't believe he is. You don't believe he is real. You don't believe he is here. He is there. You won't believe he made the heavens and the earth. Again, we must believe that he is. Hallelujah. And that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. We're always seeking God for something. Whether it's just a conversation between he and I, you're just talking to him because you love him and he's always there, hallelujah. Or whether you're talking to him about something you feel you need or want or someone else needs or wants. And the more we commune with him, the more strength we get. And the more we get to know him, if we have the patience to wait on him. Yeah. Okay, yeah, Nike said, just do it. <laughs> so I'm thankful. I'm thankful unto him that he has given us all of this faith, hope, trust. Look at him, his word, the realness of his word, the truth he has given, his spirit. He has given, oh my goodness, he has given us so much. Then he gives us gifts, the gift of love, the gift of giving. Yeah, all the list is endless of the gifts that God has given to many of us. And many times people chase after what they think, you know, uh, is going to bless them naturally. They chase after the gift of prophecy. Because they want to hear what the future says concerning them. That's crazy to me. The scriptures told you what your future is. Oh my goodness. The, the, the scriptures tell us what the future is for us. It tells us the next thing that's going to happen. The word of God tells us this. If we in it, but when we're not in it, and we have that form of godliness, and we deny the power of their love, we, we won't know. We're seeking the prophets. We're seeking the prophetess. But when we know that word, ourselves, we know this. God loves a cheerful giver. I'm a give. If they knew what that gift of giving would do for them, that's what they would be chasing after. Lord, give me the gift of giving. That's what they, because that gift of giving, the more you give, the more God bless you. Let me tell you something. I told you I was in a strong trial, a heavy trial. And I didn't know how the Lord was going to work it out for me. And I I just really went on. I let it go and went on. When I tell you, it's like he opened every door. Ooh, 
it, it's as if he opened every door for me. And then I, I, I did something yesterday, day before yesterday and yesterday. And before the day was over, he opened another door. <laughs> A door I had even forgot. I said, look at the, huh? He shows me. Time after time, I got you. He shows me. Your ways are not my ways, and your thoughts are not my thoughts. As high as the heaven is from the earth, that, that's the big difference. That's a long way. I need you to have a prayer life, Barbara. I need a personal prayer life to communicate with me. I need you to have patience, and I gave you spiritual ears that you can open your spiritual ears and hear what I have to say. You need a Bible study life, Barbara, a personal Bible study life. That way you'll know what my word says concerning you. You'll know what my promises are to you. One promise that I love is that I'm the head and not the tail. It don't always look like that, but I am. I'm above and not beneath. may not look like it even to me, but I am. No weapon that is formed against me shall prosper. Financially, spiritually, mentally, I don't care what it is, naturally, physically, it won't prosper. You didn't say it wouldn't form, but it's not going to get any bigger. It's not going to destroy me if I keep the faith and trust in God, if I rely on his word, because his word has told me all about my future. And, and 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 we like people that, uh, you know, they don't know. Uh, they know, but they don't rely on it. Uh, they rely on the prophet and the prophet. Uh, many of us, we like that. And some like it for the sake they're going to get your money out your pocket. <laughs> yeah, they're going to get money from you because they're not going to tell you nothing unless you pay. Yeah, because they, they think a laborer is worthy of his hire. Now, I'm not saying it's right. And then it is right. Mm-hmm. Because you take up all these people's time. And most times they're not going to talk to you very long. I talk all day and all night. But they're not going to do that. You, you pay and you get what they give you. And after that, you can keep talking if you want to. They got to go. So they done got your money, you done got what they believe God said to them to give to you, and they threw. I thank God I, I hold on to the word, not a word. And I don't chase behind prophets. I don't do that. I chase behind God, his son, Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's better you do that. It's better you have the patience to wait. And don't be wanting to know stuff all the time. Let me tell you what will happen to you. One day they'll come and tell you you're about to die. You're going to leave here. Or they'll come and tell you that your house is going to be destroyed. Your children, you're going to go through a Job experience. Everything you own, you're going to lose it. And God is not going to change his mind and he's not going to stop it. Now, instead of you walking away with your hands in the air, you're walking away uh Wondering and, and, and worrying because you, you went past concern. 
because they told you your children going to die, each one of them. Mama going to die. Somebody going to leave the family. I remember one time I went to a man, they called him Doc. They tell me he did now. And he was uh, he was gifted. He was very gifted with the gift of prophecy, but he used it in many different ways. The witchcraft, the, you know, all that kind of stuff. And uh, the, the, the stop folks from doing stuff to you. Let me tell you, he was gifted. I goes over with my aunt, Loreen. And he told me what I had did that morning before I came to him. I'm, I'm talking about he hit it on the head. Bam, bam. And then he would say, am I talking to you? I said, yeah. And he was sitting in the chair. I was sitting on the on a love seat with my Aunt Lorraine. And every now and then, the way he looked at me, it was a lustful spirit. I'm like, what kind of person is this Lorraine and brought me to? Well, when it was over with, he called me and said, Barbara, can I see you? I said, yeah. He said, well, come in the bedroom. Because he was doing this from his house, from his living room. I go in the bedroom, and he tell me, he said, listen, I, I can't just straight out tell you this. He said, but uh, I want you to know someone from your family going to leave here. He said, and it's close. Well, now, you know, I would never think of my sister or brother or my dad. My mom had already went home to be with the Lord. I'm thinking of maybe a cousin, a distant. Yeah, I, I don't know what all I wasn't thinking, but it was not inside the house where I was living. Nobody now was going to die in my mind. Well, as it turned out, it was my sister. And he told me a lot of things. And he told me what to bring him. And I went to bring it to him. And uh, But I brought it to him in a different form. He said, I can't use that. He said, but I, I'm still going to fix some things for you. Come see me. Uh-uh. I knew better than to go over there without a bunch of people of my Aunt Lorene. Now, we we not getting into that. I, I got a man. <laughs> so, I, I'm not, yeah. But we we chase after things we don't have to. And I know Samuel went to see the seer, and different ones went to see the seers, even David the prophet Nathan, you know. But listen, we need to depend on God, almighty God, more than anything. And his word, more than anything. Because we cannot just prophesy throughout this life to go through. There's some things God is not going to send nobody to tell you. You're going to have to find out for yourself through trial and error, I call it. You will have to go through some things because you made so many mistakes that you didn't have to make, but you chose to make these mistakes because of what you're chasing, because who you're taking counsel from, who you're taking advice from. And I, I, I'm telling you, weak people do this, and I don't understand because all you got to do is go to God and ask for strength and mean it. Ask him for the Holy Ghost and mean it. Maybe they have the Holy Spirit, and it takes the Holy Ghost. I don't know. I don't know. But I do know this. It takes something to stay with him every day. And you got to come out of your flesh and walk in the Spirit. 
as often as you can. Because if not, this is what you will follow, people, stuff and things. And not everybody have your best interest at heart, especially today. Now, they have your wallet, the best interest inside of your wallet to take all they can take from you. But as far as you being healed, as far as you truly being good, you know what to do when the time comes. They're not sharing that with you. They're getting that money and run on and they feel like I got what I need. They don't want it. I got it and pay me for it and I'm gone. Mm-mm. Yeah. But listen, but when you when you go to see these people, you got to carry them some money. Not no loaf of bread. Now you, you can't take them two fish and a loaf. A couple of loaves. You you got to take them cash. And if you don't give them their money, and they done gave you a word, but but really they're not going to give you the word before you pay them. That's how they roll. <laughs> they roll like McDonald's. When you drive up and put your order in, you got to pay first, then go pick up. And they just say, well, you pay first, then you pick up the word. Counseling and all this kind of stuff. I've been on the phone with people for four hours because these people were going through. Never mention a dime to them. Yeah. And it's all right. And some people know uh, I should have gave her. But she didn't ask for it. No, I, I shouldn't have to. If you come in and you know I'm working for you, go on and do what you got to do. But that gift to give it, I'm just sharing it. I'm, I'm not saying it's for people to give me money now because I'm blessed. But what I'm saying is this, that gift of giving, it brings back more than any gift I know. And the gift of love, those two gifts. They bring back a harvest to you like you never saw before. You never had, I never had a harvest like I had when I started giving. Over there, the Inspiration Ministries. Took a listen to old Mike Murdoch. Oh, I used to be mad with Mike. You hear me? Money, hungry, self. Oh, I used to talk about Mike's ass. At one morning, four o'clock, the Lord woke me up to listen. And it was Mike Murdoch. And when I tell you, when I started listening and applying, giving more, Financially even. Doors came open to me. Financial doors came open. And uh, I began to see God move in places where I never saw him move before. In my family even. And I was like, what? Not in the family. Yeah. And the one who I never thought, he moved upon them. You hear and sometimes it's like I'm in dire straight and those doors start kicking in. The ones he did from the cheerful giving back in the day. Boom, boom, boom. I'm like, look at this. Look at this. Yeah. He's able, but we must become a spiritual people. So we can see the spiritual move of God. He moved in the natural for us because we're natural people. We come from flesh and blood. And bone. Huh? But he moves in a spiritual way, in a way where you know only he has done this. What he did yesterday, nobody but you, Lord. 
Nobody but you. Let me ask you something. How you pay $900 worth of bills with $300? How do you do that? Nobody but you, Lord. Only God can do that. That's all you had, $300, but you had $900 worth of bills. And he paid everyone out the 300 it appeared. But I know God to multiply. Again, this morning, I know him to divide. I know him to add. Oof. I know him to divide. He do division. Uh, uh, thank you. Fraction. He, do, he does it all. He does it all. Almighty God. But we got to learn to pray and ask him for what we want. And the key is faith. The next key, keep believing, keep having faith, keep trusting God. When you come to him, you come to him in faith. And after you come to him, then you've got to know what he's saying. you got to understand it. So you got to get in his word to understand the type of God that he is and the things that he does. See, because with our prayer and a Bible study life, you're just going to be having a form. You're going to honor him with your lips, but your heart way somewhere else. You'll talk about God, but that's all you're doing is talk. You don't have no actions behind your talk. All you got is a bunch of letters and alphabets. A, B, C. You got all of that dragging it behind you, but that's all. When the wind blow hard, you topple over because you don't have no, no strength to stand because you haven't been in him and let his word get in you and walking according to his word. You're just talking from what the preacher said, what you, what you saw in church. Uh, uh, you might have read it in the Bible, but you didn't remember it. You didn't keep applying that to your daily life. If, if we want God to be real to us, we got to be real to him. And you got to seek him with your whole heart. You can't seek him when you went to the altar and that's it. Daily, 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 daily. Even if you're sitting up, you're seeking God, you're talking to him. If you're driving down the street, you're seeking God, you're talking to him. I only play gospel music in my truck. And the reason I do that, because it's inspirational, it's inspiring, and it keeps my mind on God. I don't know what the latest songs are now. And some people say, oh, she's stuck in the 50s and the 60s and the 70s. Might be stuck in the 80s and the 90s, in the early 2000s. But wherever I'm stuck, I'm stuck in Jesus. Hallelujah. I can truly tell you that this morning. The world keeps trying to go higher and higher, keep moving on. I haven't conquered what was going on back in the day. I halfway read an article when I saw it. I said, don't read all this foolishness because that's what it is. The man is not professing Jesus in the open. What do you expect from him, our president? Well, he said something to Russia in the wrong tone to Mr. Putin and this and that. Look, you got to be serving God truly. You, 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 you got to have your mind on him. You truly got to want peace. 
and not prestige and power and I'm the president, but I'm crazy and all of this stuff. No, no, no. And there's a way to seem right to a man this morning, but the end thereof is destruction. And we don't want none of that. We don't want to have no form of godliness and uh, go down. Are we trying to come up in Jesus? That's what we're doing. Yeah. Listen to this. Romans chapter 1 and verse 17 says this. But therein is righteousness of God. The righteousness of God. Revealed from faith to faith as it is written. The just shall live by faith. But we want to live by everything else because we don't want to consult God on a regular. We don't want to stay seeking after him. We we want to seek everything else and everybody else and we want to impress people and for what? They don't even like your God. They ain't living nothing. He said we're here if we obey him. The just shall live by faith, I'm telling you. And God justified me way back in the day. Yeah. I, I really didn't have to go to man to be ordained. Do you hear me? God ordained me. And and and, and see, man cannot trust himself. He can't trust him. And he knows he's not going to walk by faith and not by sight. He's not going to seek God's face and turn from his wicked way. He knows that I don't care how long he's been preaching. He's not going to keep his mind on God. He's not going to truly delight himself in the Lord. So he came up with all these rules and made them laws for the preacher the man or woman of God. So we have to get ordained in a church <laughs> and we have to get it approved by the state and get a license, a license to talk about God. Now you know that's messed up. When he said talk of his wondrous works, make known his deeds among the people. Look what Romans 3 and 30 says. Seeing it is one God which shall justify the circumcision by faith and uncircumcision through faith. Now, if you believe in circumcision, he's going to justify that. If you don't believe in it and you haven't had it, but you believe Jesus, it's through faith. Nobody but you, Lord Jesus. I know nobody opened that door yesterday, but God, didn't no man open it. Man is a pitiful creature, and he not, he's not going to think like that. What? I would be the farthest thing from his mind, the preacher. He had a weed smoking, cussing children on your mind more than he would somebody who, yeah, mm-hmm. that's the truth. You have that cheating husband on your mind more than he will the preacher who has blessed you or will bless you. Mm-hmm. 
F. I'm looking at James chapter 2 and verse 18, and this is what James did. This is what he wrote. Yeah, a man may say that thou hast faith, and I have works. Show me that faith without works, and I will show you, I will show thee my faith by my works. Go ahead, James. He going to show you his faith by his works. And many times they like to throw this in here. Works won't save you. Uh, crazy preacher, no, it won't. Jesus saved. Not what I've done and not what I'm doing and not what I'm going to do will save me. Is Jesus saved. The blood, look. My work is because he called me or chose me to do a work unto him. He said the harvest is plenteous, but the labors are few. Oh, I feel like getting up this morning. Pray that the Lord of the harvest will send more laborers. But we should always want to remember the labor that either he called or chose us for. Yeah, a man may say, thou hast faith and I have works. Show me thy faith without thy works, and I will show thee my faith by my works. Oh, I like that, James. Work unto God. But how can I work unto him? And I don't know that nobody but him did it yesterday. I I, I don't believe that he is. That he is anything I need him to be. If I need a mother, he is that. If I need a father, he is that. If I need strength, he's that. If I need an understanding of his word, he is that. He's everything that I need. And if I come to him, I got to come believing that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. He going to give me a reward for seeking him. Because once I seek him and find, I'm going to apply it to my everyday life. But many things we haven't applied to our everyday life. People are ashamed to pray out loud. Don't request prayer from me on on, on Facebook or neighborhood or wherever I'm at because I'm going to pray out loud. Starting that prayer with Father God in the name of Jesus. So so if you're embarrassed by Jesus, don't ask me to pray. Well, some people don't want to talk about it because the atheists and the this ones and the one they feel is high in power said this, that, and that. Look, I can care less what they said because they're not very smart people. If you don't believe in God, if you don't believe that Jesus is the son of God and God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son, that whoever believe on him won't perish but have everlasting life, you're not very smart. Because you're living with temporary, you haven't prepared for your long life. You haven't prepared for life at all, if you ask me, if you don't have Jesus. That's just like you being 18 and, and able-bodied to work and you finally get your decent job and it's paying a decent salary, but you don't consider nothing for your retirement. You're always living for the day. And the future that you're living for is not in your old age. The future that you're living for is to get the house on the hill with the dog named Fluffy, a yacht, a boat, 
the, the, the band for your family and the fancy family car and then a luxury car. That's your future. That's what you're working on. You're not working on retirement. You're not considering the fact that one day you're going to turn 70. You might live to that. So these type people here that the world is following, they haven't considered Jesus. And where will they spend eternity? They think once dead, you're done. No, ma'am. It's appointed unto man once to die. And after death comes the judgment. I'm out loud. I'm outspoken. I'm out there with the word of God, the truth. It will set you free. When I started uh, uh, Jesus in the morning, the Lord let me know, hey, look, you're going to tell them where you've been. Tell them what, you, what you've done. Tell them where you come from. <laughs> because if you don't, the devil going to use it against you. Later on, when you least expect, what I brought you to a degree and built that's when he going to come in and let them know. And they're going to be like, what? Oh, she ain't, uh-uh. She can't be saved. I got to go. Go on and tell them you was the dope lady. Go on and tell them you've been to prison. Huh? Go on and tell them you lost your children. Go on and tell them how I died. I, I, I bless you to get them all back. I bless you to know where they all were. Go ahead. <laughs> what a mighty God we serve. Yeah, go on and tell them you used to drink that crown too and take tokes of weed. Go on and tell them, go on and tell them. Because if any man be in Christ, he's a new preacher. <laughs> Old things passed away, and behold, all things have become new. Oh, I love him this morning. I love him this morning. He made me over. Now I got to tell the world, anywhere I go, every, every door come open, I got to talk of his goodness. Now, now I've I been with some people, and he don't say, say nothing. Say nothing. And I say, it's absolutely nothing. Walk away with their blessing. Remember, he told them now, don't take no cloak, no, no, no money, no nothing with you, but go on. Whoever opened their door, you go in. Now, if you go in and they don't believe you and your peace, y'all get to stepping. Yeah. And that house is cursed, believe it or not. So many times you don't have me to say nothing to people because they're not going to believe. And they don't like all that. And they shame. You talking to them and they looking around to see who's looking at them and you. I pray for holy boldness that I come out in Jesus. I don't come out in my flesh, but I come out lifting him up. I come out talking of his wondrous works and making known his deeds among the people. Yeah, I come out lifting up the name of Jesus. It's a name worthy to be, oh, more than worthy to be lifted up. He shed his precious blood for us. He died for us. Do you really know what that means? How many you going to die for knowing they wrong? How many pedophiles you going to die for? How many homosexuals you will die for? Even children, your own children, how many of them would you really die for? Knowing they don't care nothing about you. Knowing they're not going to do what you say. 
And all you said is so that they would be blessed throughout eternity. But they they don't want that. They 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 can care less until that time comes and it's too late. The door been shut. You can't get in. <laughs> Remember the virgins and the the, the uh, bridegroom and the lamps and the oil. Oh yeah. Look. First Timothy one and nineteen says holding faith and a good conscience, which some having put away concerning faith have made shipwreck. <laughs> yeah, they're not gonna believe God is. And when it because many times it's what they can't do. See, I don't I don't judge him by what I can do. Because without him, I can do nothing. You hear this every day I come. He gave me power, love, and a sound mind, but he have all power. Because there are some things I can't do that he can. And when I pray, I mean it. When I pray, I'm believing not only does he hear, but he's going to answer. And I pray by myself. I don't always have two or three. Many times, I just got to pray alone. And by the way, intercessors, I need y'all really praying for me. Please pray for me. That devil come to steal, kill, and destroy. Y'all better hear me today. And he's working on some things. But again, this morning, I'm going to say, great is he that lives within me than he that is in the world. And again, this morning, I trust God. I believe that he's working it out for my good. But again, with two or three gathered in his name, touching in, I want you touching and agreeing with me that God will do what I need him to do concerning this situation. And everybody involved come out blessed in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Yeah. We back to James chapter two and verse fourteen. Look what James said. What doeth it profit, my brethren? Though a man say he has faith and have not work. Can faith save it? <laughs> I believe it can. Because you gotta have faith to get saved. You, you gotta have faith to come to God. If you don't have faith, you, you, you won't be saved because you're not saved by your work, but you're saved by Jesus Christ, the son of the true and living God. And you don't see him. We may feel him, though, but we don't see him. But yet we believe he prayed for us before he left here. He asked the Father to bless us who has never seen but believed. We never saw him, but I believe this morning. What doeth the prophet, my brethren, though a man say he has faith and have not works, can faith save him? I believe he can. Because once he gets saved, he's going to start working unto the Lord. But he first got to get saved. He first got to come to God and ask God to clean him up, ask God to forgive him for his sin, ask God to come into his heart and live forever. Then he can begin the work. Because without knowing what to do, you can't do it. 
I didn't know the harvest was plenteous in the labors of few until I fully come to him. I didn't know I, I, I should pray that the Lord of the harvest send more labors. I didn't know that. I thought God just pick and choose. I didn't really know that he had called me to a work and chose me for something. And that, Lord, I pray that you send more labors. But, Father, remember the labor you called me for and chose me for. I had to come to him by faith and let him clean me up and save me. Then I could find out about the work. Because the gifts I have, they come without repentance. That gift is given. The gift of love. Hallelujah. Ah, thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Now I'm looking at Romans chapter 14 and verse 23. It says this, and he that doubteth is damned if he eat. Because he eateth not of faith, for whatsoever is not of faith is sin. Well, Barbara, you didn't say it. He inspired Romans to write it. He inspired Paul to write it. So you didn't say it. And he that doubteth is damned if he eats, because he eateth not of faith, for whatsoever is not of faith is sin. I told you the key to coming to God is faith. The first key to God is to believe. That's called faith. So if you don't believe God, he said it's sin. James 2 and 22 says, Seest thou how faith wrought with his works, and by works was faith made perfect. Now, for me, the work is to believe. Do you know it takes something to believe? Do you know it takes some faith? I mean, some strong, crazy faith to see your husband dying and believe God is going to bring him back from the dead, and he does, because you believed. The work came in when you went over there and you kept praying for your husband's health. Because sometimes it's a trial. Sometimes it's an act of, do you believe me? Do you truly believe me? Sometimes it's an act of, do you really love me? You say you love me. Do you really love me as your Lord and Savior? Do you really love me as being joint heirs with me? Do you really love me as the son of the true and living God? Seest thou how faith wrought with his works, and by works was faith made perfect. <laughs> Gotta have some works in there. James said, faith without works is dead. That's what he said. Because God needs laborers. Yeah. He got the big hiring sign out, but folks don't want it because it's not to their liking. They don't want to walk by faith and not by sight. They want to honor him from their lips and their heart be far from him. There's a way to seem right to a man, but the end that rub is destruction. We got to seek God in this hour. If we're going to make it. And if we're going back with him when he comes, to live throughout eternity with him. He told us he already prepared some stuff. But he sent his son back 
so he could prepare a place for us. That where he is, we may be also. But we want to play games with all of this and just take it for granted that God just gave it to us. Faith without works is dead. See about how faith wrought with his works and by works with faith made perfect. James 2 and 22. James chapter 2, verse 22. Galatians 3 and 23 says this, but before faith came, we were kept under the law, shut up into the faith, which should afterwards be revealed. The uh, seven-day Adventists, I think, they still under the law. Many places don't believe in grace and truth. God made it easy for us to come to him and stay. Really, he's the only one we really got to be concerned about, and he will help us to take care of the rest. He'll help us to love one another. Yeah, because all of that is in there too. I got to love my brothers and sisters in Christ. I can't look at color. I can't look at nationality, race, and all. I ain't got no time for that. I got to look at Jesus. And to me, he's no color. I know folks say his, uh, uh, his hair was like lamb wool and his skin was like it had been burnt in a furnace and his eyes was red. Lim J something. All of that is true. But I'm not looking after him like I look after man in the, in the natural. I can tell you how my bishop looks. I can tell you how the pastor looks. But when it comes to Jesus, I see a spirit. So I don't see a man. I see power, love, hugeness, big, 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 big. Nothing can fit it. It's so big. Galatians 3 and 23. But before faith came, we were kept under the law, shut up unto the faith, which should afterwards be revealed. Well, once you walk in in faith, God will show you a lot of things. Then he say, those of them that come to him must believe and believe that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. He's going to let you know some stuff. He's going to teach you some stuff. He's going to share some personal stuff with you that he haven't told nobody else. This is only between you and him. But you got to come in faith. We all need a prayer life and a Bible study life. Yeah, 2 Corinthians 1 and 24 says this, Not for that we have dominion over your faith, but are helpers of your joy. For by faith ye stand. It's the only way. Oh, I could go on and on. It's a beautiful thing. <laughs> Hebrews 11 and 7 says this, By faith Noah, being warned of God of things not seen as yet, moved with fear, prepared an ark to the savings of his house, by the which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness, which is by faith. Ooh, that faith to move mountains, I'm telling you. Even if you got faith the size of a mustard seed, he said you could tell this mountain to be removed. It's going out to the sea. Look at Noah. 
being warned of God of things not seen yet. What no rain? He running around telling people it's gonna rain. Prepare yourself. It's gonna rain. Get right with God. It's gonna rain. God gonna show you what to do if you get with Him. He's people saying no, it's a fool. It ain't never rain. What's wrong with him? By faith, Noah, being warned of God of things not seen as of yet, moved with fear. He moved with fear, prepared an ark to the savings of his house, by the which he condemned the world, and became heir of the righteousness which is by faith. Go on, Noah. Help me out this morning. Oh, just encourage me, Noah. If you did it, I can too. And by faith, for the just should live by faith. We walk by faith today and not by sight. We believe God this morning. He's the only way. He's the truth and the life. I can't go no other way but by him through faith. I believe. Ooh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you today, Lord, for faith. Thank you for trust. Thank you for your word this morning. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Ah, uh, yeah. Mm. Save this family. Because he believed. He believed what God said. Hallelujah. Philippians 3 and 9 says, And be found in him, not having my own righteousness. Thank you, Lord. Which is of the law. But that which is through the faith of Christ, the righteousness which is of God by faith. Because see, when we believe in the law, we keep in ourselves. Thou shalt not steal. I got to remember not to steal the day. And we trying to do these things ourselves. But we can't. We have to let God come in. His son Jesus come in. And pray for what we want. Lord, I don't want to steal no more. I don't want to lie no more. I don't want to cheat no more. Kill no more. Because you got all kind of murderers. You got murderers that's killing, and they're not killing physically. But they're killing character. They're killing uh, your reputation, they're killing all kind, the word of God. They're killing all kind of things. So, Lord, I don't want to be a murderer. I don't want to be a person of destruction. Everywhere I go, I'm destroying something. You got some of that going on. People that got a destroying spirit about them. They think they all of that, but they come to tear up. Don't even know it. And be found in him not having mine own righteousness, which is of the law, but that which is through the faith of Christ, the righteousness which is of God by faith. Do you see that is a big, humongous thing? Listen at what we're starting with. Nobody but you, Lord Jesus. Nobody but God. But it's all done by faith. It's all done by believing. We got to believe him today. Matter of fact, intercessors, I'm, I'm going to ask y'all to pray for uh, this young lady. I think her name is Stacy. 
her brother had a terrible accident. He was on a motorcycle. I talked about Blandon Boulevard and Wells Road at the Red Lobster. That's where I plan to go to eat for my birthday with my family and friends. Right there at the corner is where he had a terrible accident. And uh, he on life support and thing in the hospital. So she was wide open on uh, neighborhood requesting prayer. I just went right on in and began to pray. Ask God to raise him up. He did it for many. He did it for my granddaughter, Kalani. She home, by the way. <laughs> they say she talking stuff over there and everything. It tickles me because I thank God for raising her up. I knew he would. New Year's Day, 2023. I began to talk to God about Kalani. Oh, and he let me know he heard, and not only that, but ah, thank you. He was answering. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Oh, we thank you this morning, Jehovah God. Oh, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We can't thank you enough for all you've done. Hallelujah. What you're doing right now, Father, and what you're going to do. Great and mighty things. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, he let me know. I heard you and I'm answering. Next thing I know, Kalani was woke. Sitting up in the chair. That made it to rehab. We wanted her to go to Brooks and that's where they sent her. <laughs> I wanted her to go home because I figure the more she around people she know and familiar places, the more she'll come back. Because she had brain damage too, y'all. But it's not forever because the thing she's doing is showing that it's not as damaged as we all thought it was. Yeah, well, I didn't think it at all because I know God. They had to do many surgeries on her. She just had some stuff done on her neck, and then now they're taking that thing out of her head. And they uh giving a therapy on her leg and thing because she was broke up. All broke up inside and out, just tore up. I went to see her. She just laying there. You got to know Kalani. <laughs> she just laying there. I'm talking to her, praying for her. And uh, when I got ready to go out the room, she was in the, uh, intensive care. When I got ready to go out the room, I looked at her feet. And I said, uh, Kalani, I said, the feet don't look too bad. I said, but... Uh, mm. They, they, they're not right. That's all I can tell you. And uh, when you get up, get up and get your feet right. And look, she tried to move. Uh-uh, don't move, don't move. Just lay there. Don't laugh. Don't do nothing. Just lay there. And I walked on out the door. Uh-huh. And she could hear me. But she couldn't say nothing back because she was out. They had on all this medication. But she could hear my voice. And I know she know. That's grandma right here with the foolishness all the time. Always making me laugh. Yeah. So I thank God for that. Thank God for that. Because he showed me right then and there. I'm going to raise her up. She ain't gone. Yeah, she ain't lost her mind or none of that. She good? Yeah. But I, I, I want to see if he had a conversation with her while she was out. And if she, if he had a conversation with her, Kalani, what did he say? Hey, glory. Thank you. Oh. Thank you, Jesus. 
Because he brought you back for the work, Colossians. You should live and not die to declare the works of Almighty God. There's something he's wanting you to do. If not, he could have let you went on because you wasn't gonna, you wasn't gonna do nothing. You wasn't gonna work. Hallelujah. Acts three and sixteen says this, and his name through faith in his name has made this man strong, whom you see and know. Yeah, the faith which is by him has given him this perfect soundness in the presence of you all. I got to look at that further. He healed somebody over there. <laughs> and look, they looking like, oh, what happened here? Who did it? How he's able to do this? Yeah, they looking like that. And many times we looking surprised and all kind of stuff. Like we didn't know God is. Yeah. Acts 3 and 14 says this. Well, let's go up to 13. Acts 3 and 13. The God of Abraham and of Isaac and of Jacob, the God of our fathers, has glorified his son Jesus, whom he delivered up and denied him in the presence of Pilate, when he was determined to let him go. 14 says 3 and 14 of Acts says, But ye denied the Holy One and the just and desired a murder, murderer, to be granted unto you. My goodness, that's just like us. That's just like human beings. Oh, that is just like people. Yeah, I'm including myself. I was like that at one time. Crucify him. Mm -hmm. 15 says, and kill the prince of life whom God has raised from the dead, whereof we are witnesses. Now 16 says, and his name through faith in his name has made this man strong, whom you see and know. Yeah, the faith which is by him has given him this perfect soundness in the presence of you all. 17 says, and now, brethren, I watch that through ignorance you did it, as also you ruled it. Ooh, let's hit 18 and I'm going to stop. I'm going to hit 19 too. But those things which God before has showed by the mouth of all his prophets, that Christ should suffer, he has so fulfilled. Repent ye therefore and be converted that your sins may be blotted out when the times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord. Hmm. I got to hit 20. It, it won't hurt nothing. And he shall send Jesus Christ, which before was preached unto you. Are we going to accept him today and live by faith? Are we going to accept Jesus Christ? I don't care how long you've been preaching, how long you think you know him. I don't care about any of that. Are we going today, January the 22nd, 2023, are we going to accept Jesus today and obey him? Are we going to get in his word and let his word get in us and walk according to his word today? Starting today, are we going to do this? Mm -hmm. Because we need to. Now faith is. 
Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by faith, the elders obtained a good report. Yes. Apostle Paul could say this. I I, want to show you a mystery. I'm going to show you a mystery. That we all would be changed in the twinkling of an eye. That gave me hope. That the way I am right now, I'm even going to get 20 times better than this. That I'm going to be able to go back with God when he comes. Heaven is going to be my home because God is going to change me in the twinkling of an eye. I won't remain this body. I have a, a, a glorified body. It'll be like it's transparent. You know, I can go straight through the wall. I don't have to turn the knob on no door. Just go straight through. I want to come over to your side of the mansion and check it out. Because there we love each other unconditionally. We can't see no fault in nobody there. Heaven is a special place. This is why we're preparing now to have a clean heart and let God renew the right spirit within us. Let God teach us how to love one another for real and show it. And it's already all right. Uh, uh, one more thing, intercessors, I need you to lift up uh, Brother Jermaine in prayer. Yeah, he got hurt. So if y'all lift him up for me, I would greatly, greatly appreciate it. Some things I didn't get too deep on this morning. I just ran the surface to hopefully give you an idea and keep it going. But we got to have that faith and we got to live by it. Stop looking in the world and being of the world and in your feelings, as they call it. Stop all of that. Look to Jesus for everything. He's the often finisher of our faith. He'll bring you out. He'll fix it. Stand still and know that he is God. That's all. We're walking by faith today in God. Some people think they got it, don't have nothing. Life being turned upside down as I'm speaking. Yeah, they don't have no real faith. They have faith in tangible things, the things that they can touch and feel and see. You ain't seeing faith. You believe in, but you don't see it. Hallelujah. Let's go to this one. And when we come back early this morning, the studio is open. And if anyone has something they would like to say, please feel free to press that number one and come in.
Couldn't find one to compare To your grace, your love, your mercy Nobody greater, nobody greater than you Searched all over, couldn't find nobody I looked high and low, still couldn't find nobody Nobody greater, nobody greater, no, nobody greater than you. Searched all over, couldn't find nobody. I looked high and low, still couldn't find nobody. Nobody greater. Nobody greater, nobody greater than you. Nobody can heal like you can. Oh, most holy one, you are the great I am. Awesome in all your ways, and my ears are heavy. You are he who carried out redemption's plan. You are he who carried out redemption's plan. Couldn't find nobody. I look high and low. Still couldn't find nobody. Nobody great. Nobody greater, Jesus. Nobody greater than you. Search all over. Search all over. Couldn't find no. Couldn't find nobody. I looked high and low. Still couldn't find nobody. Nobody greater. Nobody greater. Lift those hands for real in here. Come on. Nobody greater. Nobody greater, Jesus. Nobody Nobody greater. Nobody greater. No matter where you. 
Hallelujah. I know he's greater. Yeah. We could search all over. We won't find nobody greater than Almighty God. And I know some people say, well, that's all she teach on faith, 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 because you're not walking in it. And if God keeps sending it back to us, we got to walk in it. We got to learn to do it. Mm-hmm. And I know some people think, I got faith. Go on. A hard trial come, you lose your mind. So God is trying to prepare us and give us strength through faith, give us strength through his word. Uh-huh. He knows what's best for us. And what I always remember is to bring it, because he said to bring it, and his eyes are in every place. He's beholding the evil and the good. He knows. I don't know. But he knows. Yeah, he knows the very intent of our heart. He knows everything about us. Because he made us for his pleasure. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And this morning, we want to remember to do this. To wait on the Lord. Be of a good courage. And he should strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. That's his word. And if we can learn to wait on him, keep praying. Learn to wait on him. He's coming with more than you need. I know sometimes we want it done this way. See, I, Lord, I want it done like this. See, I, I want uh, them people over there to bring it to me. Now, he's not sending them over there. He's going to send your enemy with it. <laughs> he's going to send your enemy to bless you. Lord, I, I want the church to give it to me. I want the pastor and his wife to do it, Lord. No, I'm not going to. Let the pastor and his wife do nothing. I'm going to send it to you from the co-workers, from the job. The job heard about it, and they're going to do it. can't tell God what to do. I mean, you can tell him, but he's not always going to do it the way that you want it done. He's going to do it in a way that is best for you, and you never have to worry about it again. Because, see, you've been sitting around and saying, I could ask the co-workers to put a plea out for me, but they don't talk about me. The Lord will do it in a way where you never hear about it again. The earth is his, the fullness thereof, the world, and they that dwell therein. He made us all. We can turn our hearts any way he chooses. I, I have read something and it touched my heart. My goodness. I've read something. It made me cry. I saw something. And it made me cry with compassion, empathy, sympathy. Yeah, he's got a mighty sweet way this morning. He knows what's best for us. But we get angry and act a fool and, oh, because of what we want. There's no good thing in our flesh if we remember that. But that flesh won't gonna cause us some problems. But if we walk in the spirit and accept what the spirit gives, the spirit of God, we're going to be some blessed people. I mean blessed. Uh-huh. Do you really think the blessings of miracles falling every day? Unexpected things. Hallelujah. From Almighty God. Oh, it's a beautiful situation. When he does it, when God does it. So we are thankful unto him. 
Listen, I'm going to this one this morning. Um, and I, I won't really tell you why. I won't really tell you why. But uh, we're going to this one. And uh, we can take another listen. Wait a minute, y'all. There it is. All right, let's go with this. My message is entitled, The Wolf is at the Door. The Wolf is at the Door. Father, I thank you, God. I thank you, Lord, for your word. It's a lamp for our feet and a light for our path. I thank you, Lord, for the indwelling presence of your Holy Spirit that gives us new hearts, Lord, so that we can stretch out beyond our limitations and be ambassadors of you and your word to all who can still hear. I thank you, Lord, for the anointing of your spirit. I thank you for courage and compassion today, God, to speak things that need to be spoken in this generation. Help us, Lord, as a church, never to back away from truth. Help us to go forward and let it fall where it may. And we thank you for it in Jesus' name. The wolf is at the door. Isaiah chapter 53. Prophet Isaiah says these words. Who has believed our report? Beginning at verse 1. And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant, as a root out of dry ground. He has no form or comeliness. And when we see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. He's despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised, and we did not esteem him. Surely he's borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten by God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities, and the chastisement of our peace was upon him. And by his stripes we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray, and we've turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. You know, it's, it's so important before we even begin to look at this passage of Scripture to understand that it was a religious system that crucified Christ. You know, we understand that the Roman authorities were the instruments of his death, but it was the religious order of the day created by God's own people that put the Son of God on a cross. There were leaders in that generation, and they had, they had used their position over the people to garner titles for themselves. They had adorned themselves in righteous robes as they saw it, and they, they loved to parade among the people, as Jesus said, and be called master, teacher, teacher, teacher in the marketplace. But Jesus himself came in a form that he did not take on this form of grandeur that men give to themselves. And also, too, they created a system of salvation that was much wider and much more inclusive than the one that God had given to us. As a matter of fact, it was so narrow that Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life, and no one can come to the Father except through me. They were so offended when he challenged their religious system because they had, they had created this wide door into eternal life and eternal bliss with God that doesn't exist. All kinds of people were coming into the temple 
defiled and going out defiled. They were living in manners and ways that the Bible clearly indicated would leave them excluded from the kingdom of God forever. And so in comes this man. He's not interested in their system. He's not trying to garner one of their titles. He's not doing things their way. The Bible says there was no beauty in him that we should desire him. He's not dressed in righteous robes. He's, he's not got boxes on his forehead. He's not walking around with tassels on his arms. He's not parading like some rooster before the people. Talking about how close to God he actually is. They despised him and rejected him because he challenged their religious system. They had created a system of redemption that did not exist. Do you understand? And that's the propensity of humankind. The original sin in the Garden of Eden is that we can be as God is. Remember, we can, we can become judges of what's good and what's evil. And if you take that to its logical extension, we can start declaring things that are, that are God forgives when he doesn't. We can start declaring behaviors righteous when they're not. We can start telling people they're going to heaven when they aren't. That is the grave, grave danger of religion. When humankind in its sin nature is allowed to take it and so twist it and so pervert it that it becomes something that God never intended it to be. Can you imagine sitting in a place as a professed or supposed believer in Christ only to end up at the throne of God one day to find out you've been outside the whole thing all along? What a tragedy that's going to be for so many. He was a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. There was a, a heaviness in the heart of the Son of God as he looked on the people as sheep without a shepherd. But we hid our faces from him. He was despised and we did not esteem him. And we are, of course, reliving the scripture again in great measure in our day. In many, many places, even where God's people are gathering, the word of God is despised. And we are now gravitating to fancy preachers who have opened the door real wide to people who are not going to heaven, giving them false peace when they're not at peace with God. The Apostle Paul said in 1 Corinthians 5:17, if anyone is in Christ, he or she is a new creation. The old things are what passed away. And behold, all things are become new. If, if we are in Christ, if Christ is in us, that means a new value system. It means a new heart. It means a new mind. It means a new way of speaking, thinking, living. It means that what God says is good is good. And what God says is evil is evil. We don't try to change that. We accept that from the word of God. Now, this message is given to shepherds to bring us not only to the knowledge of our salvation, but to the freedom which Christ bought for us. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. And by his beating, as it is, that he took on the cross, we are healed. The old things don't have power over us anymore unless we choose to let them. The old ways of living, speaking, thinking, doing are broken. And we become new creations in Christ. We are able to look back and say, thank God, I'm not what I used to be. I'm not everything that I hoped to be, but thank God I'm not what I used to be, and thank God I'm going to be one day what Christ is calling me to be. So there's this constant moving forward in the life of a genuine believer, leaving 
an old way of thinking, an old way of living, an old way of speaking and moving to truth, even when it's painful. The book of Proverbs says a righteous person swears to their own hurt and doesn't change. In other words, I say I'm going to do this and I do it because God's word says I should, even if it causes me pain. And I don't turn from it. Now, Paul was this kind of a shepherd. He, he didn't hold back, as I said earlier. This is what he said in Acts chapter 20, verses 26 to 31. He said, therefore, I testify to you this day I'm innocent of the blood of all men. In other words, and this is the cry of my heart. If anyone here today hearing my voice ends up in hell, let it not be my fault. Let it never be because I didn't declare to you the whole counsel of God or I didn't warn you of something that had the power to drag you down into eternal darkness. For I have not shunned to declare to you the whole counsel of God. Therefore take heed to yourselves and to all the flock among which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers to shepherd the church of God which he purchased with his own blood. Paul says, For this I know that after my departure savage wolves will come in among you, not sparing the flock. Also from among yourselves men will rise up speaking perverse things to draw away the disciples after themselves. Therefore watch and remember that for three years I did not cease to warn everyone, he said, day and night with tears. Paul said there's going to be wolves that are going to come and they're all already, there's packs of them now. It's not just a few, there's many now in our generation. And they're going to come to devour this sacrifice of Christ and the promise of new life through him. They're going to promise you liberty, as the scripture says in the New Testament, but they themselves are the slaves to corruption. They're promising something they, they're not experiencing themselves and they can't deliver it. Listen to what Jude says, the last book of the New Testament before the book of the Revelation. Verse 3 says, Behold, while I was very diligent to write to you concerning our common salvation, I found it necessary to write to you, exhorting you to contend earnestly for the faith which was once for all delivered to the saints. For certain men have crept in unnoticed, who long ago were marked out for this condemnation, ungodly men who turn the grace of our God into lewdness and deny the only Lord God and our Lord Jesus Christ. I want to remind you, though you once knew this, that the Lord, having saved the people out of the land of Egypt, afterward destroyed those who did not believe. And the angels, who did not keep their proper domain, but left their own abode, he has reserved in everlasting chains under darkness for the judgment of the great day. As Sodom and Gomorrah and the cities round about them in a similar manner to these, having given themselves over to sexual immorality, and gone after strange flesh, are set forth as an example, suffering the vengeance of eternal fire. Here's what the wolves do. They teach that you can live a lifestyle against the word of God and still claim heaven as your eternal home. That is the wolf that's now at the door of the Christian church in America. Listen to what the Apostle Paul says in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 9 to 11. Do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Be, do not be deceived. Neither fornicators, 
That means people who engage in sexual intercourse outside of the bonds of marriage between one man and one woman. Fornicators are not going to inherit the kingdom of God. Settle it. It's in the word of God. Don't be deceived into thinking you can live in a moral lifestyle and heaven will still be your home. So hard for this generation to hear. When you've got preachers standing in pulpits saying, well, God understands your need and God is a God of love and God won't send anybody to hell. No, that's not true. God is a God of love. We know that. But the Bible tells us that fornicators have no inheritance in the kingdom of God. Nor idolaters, people who have other loves in there. Something that is in your life that, that is, is, is your whole obsession. Churches or Christ is just a little part of your life, but there's something else in your life that you're pursuing. Nor adulterers, people who engage, who are married, but engage. And, you know, today we take words like adultery and we call it an extramarital affair, as if it's a black tie event. You know, you are invited to an extramarital affair next Friday at 5 o'clock. Bible calls it adultery. Adultery. Settle it. Deal with it. The sex outside of marriage will keep you outside of the kingdom of God. And sex outside of the bonds of the person that you are married to, the, wife, the man or woman you're married to, will also keep you outside of the kingdom of God, unless it's repented of. Nor homosexuals, nor sodomites. In other words, that's both, men and women. Folks, listen. I understand the dilemma, in a sense, uh, that some might face in same-sex attraction. But I'm telling you, you can't give in to that lifestyle on any level because the Bible clearly says it will leave you outside the kingdom of God. Jesus himself said some people are eunuchs for the kingdom of heaven. In other words, some people just live their lives without any sexual activity for the kingdom of heaven's sake. And he said, whoever can hear this, let them hear it. You know, you can, you go to a funeral, for example, and you can dress it up with flowers all around, and you can, there's a death certificate, and the preacher can get up and say nice words, but the reality is that the corpse is still dead. You can't make it live. It doesn't matter what you do, but it's the same with homosexual marriage, folks. I've got to say it straight out today. I'm not going to hold back on it. You can adorn it with flowers. You can get a certificate from City Hall. You, you can find some backslidden preacher to say nice words about it. But the wages of sin is still death. You can't change that. Now listen. I'll be called a hater for, for this message today. I understand that. But I'm not a hater. If I hated you, I'd let you go to hell. If I hated you, I'd let you die in your sin. If I walk down the street and your house is on fire and you're up in your bedroom window and I don't warn you, am I really a good neighbor? Do I really love you? Do I really care about your eternal destiny? You can curse me out of your bedroom window all you want, but I will still warn you that your house is on fire for your soul's sake. Nor thieves. 
lest we should think that we're just going to focus on one thing. We're thieves. That means people who steal. It's that simple. People who steal. People who steal a little. They have a contract maybe and steal a little bit more than they should. Income tax time is coming around, folks. Are you going to pay your taxes? Nor covetous. Nor drunkards. People who come to church this morning, but you were out at a club last night. You're drinking and dancing, and, and this foolishness, I'm out there to share the testimony of Christ. Who are you kidding? If you really are there to do that, stand on the sidewalk with pamphlets in your hand and give it to the drunks coming out of the club. You don't need to be in there with them. No revilers. You know, especially in, in this environment we're now living in, in this country at this time, where reviling has is is, is become the speech of the day, where it's, it's fashionable just to curse everybody around you. You know, Paul said revilers don't inherit the kingdom of God. We have a different heart. We have a different spirit. We're, we're a different kind of people. Jesus himself said, blessed are the peacemakers. Yours is the kingdom of heaven. Nor extortioners will inherit the kingdom of God. And such were some of you. I love that. Would be to God that I can honestly say that of everybody here today. Such were some of you. But you are sanctified. That means you are set apart for the kingdom of God. You are, you, 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 you honestly repented. You walked away. You moved away from what God's word says is wrong. You can't make it right. You can't change it. It doesn't matter if a million people say, oh, isn't this wonderful? If God's word says it's not, it's not. You are sanctified. You walked away. You walked away from these old ways of thinking, these old behaviors and all of these things. And you set yourself apart for the kingdom of God. You're justified in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of God. Now you and I are living in an hour where the wolf is heading to the door of the church. Demanding in our generation that we bow down to this new definitions of good and evil. This is where we're living. The days of being able to say without penalty what I'm saying today are, are over if they're not if they're not over they're very close to over it's an amazing time that we're now living in jesus said in john chapter 10 i am the good shepherd and the good shepherd gives his life for the sheep but a hireling who is not the shepherd one who does not own the sheep sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and flees and the wolf catches the sheep and scatters them the hireling flees because he is a hireling and does not care about the sheep this is the point there's a lot of hirelings in a lot of pulpits in america today and they're, they're they don't necessarily leave the people but they leave biblical truth they flee the truth when the wolf is at the door when the wolf says if you don't bow down this is our golden statue this is what this generation is going to look like this is what you'll preach these are the truths that you will espouse they will bow down when the music plays to save themselves because it's always been about themselves not about the people the hireling will flee and you will you are seeing and you will see a huge departure from biblical truth in the Christian church in this last hour we're living in. The Bible declares that there's going to be an apostasy, a great falling away in the last days from biblical truth. And the hirelings will lead the people, not into the narrow way of eternal life, but into that broad way 
of destruction. And they flee because it's always done about them. It's been about the robes. It's been about the praises of man. It's been about the titles. It's been about the numbers. It's been about the apparent evidences of success. Then when Christ comes and challenges them, they hate him. His own system hated him. His own people hated him. They pushed him away because he declared their definitions of salvation and truth to be bankrupt. He told them they were full of dead men's bones. He said, you go cross land and sea to get one convert and you make him twice the child of hell that you've become. These are the words of Christ. He warned us in the last days there would be a great falling away. He warned us. He said, you're going to be hated of all nations for my name's sake. You can't escape that. That's a promise in the word of God. We're going to be hated. It's starting now. You're seeing it in society. You're seeing it in the workplace. You can't even have an opinion on things anymore in this generation that we're now living in. Let me say it clearly now. Abortion. For the cause of birth control. Or, or so the pe- I understand there are extenuating circumstances. So please don't misquote me on this. But for the cause of just birth control. Or for the cause of having sexual pleasure. And not having to deal with the life that it can create. Is sin. In the sight of a holy God. It's a terrible sin in the sight of a holy God. In America today, the deliberate gender confusing of our children in grade school is sin in the sight of a holy God. In our high schools, forbidding our children to pray and creating this fictitious division between the state and the church, which doesn't exist. If you really study it, you'll understand it never existed. It was created by the godless. Forbidding our children to pray in our schools is sin in the sight of a holy God. In our colleges, allowing godless professors to rise up and mock God and radicalize a whole generation against even their own nation that was founded by God for the purpose of being able to worship according to the word of God and freely by conscience is sin in the sight of a holy God. And the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Praise be to God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. So let this society despise him. Let them consider him ordinary. Let them rebel against his words. But this day, as Joshua once said, if it be hard to follow the Lord, that's your choice. Choose this day. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. By the grace of God, we will not bow before the wolf in this generation. By the grace of God, we will stand for the truth of God. By the grace of God, we will pray again. We will pray again as a church age. By the grace of God, we will stand up unashamed for the truth of Jesus Christ. We stand on the side of victory. We stand on the side. We stand on the side of eternal life in Jesus Christ. Hallelujah, 
Hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. Glory, glory, glory. And as uh, David the king once did, we will stand in this generation against the lion and the bear and everything that comes in to devour our children and to devour the people of God. It's time for the church of Jesus Christ to rise up. It's time for the people of God to fight back. It's time for us to begin to pray. It's time to run for public office. It's time for teachers to speak. It's time. It's time for the people of God. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Glory, 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 glory. The true shepherds of God in this generation are going to care more for the people than for their own safety more than our own reputation. It's not going to be an easy road. But I don't know about you, but I'm not giving up this generation to darkness. I'm going to stand because the Word of God stands forever. The opinions of men are like grains of sand on the seashore. They'll fall into nowhere. But the Word of God abides forever. Now here's where I conclude. If you're living in sin I plead with you while there's still time turn turn from it and trust God for the strength I know there's some sitting here or listening online or they're in the annex and they say you don't know how deep the bondage is you don't know how powerful the draw is no I don't but I know the Spirit of God is more powerful than all of that put together. And I know the promise of God is that we will have a new life, an eternal life. The days of living in Christian ease is over in America, folks. It's over. We're about to join our brothers and sisters in China and other places who are being persecuted for what they believe in Iran who are being jailed and put to death for believing in Christ. We've lived a very comfortable, very lazy Christianity in America, but those days are over. The wolf is now at the door. Pray for those of us who lead in any capacity that God would give us courage. As I pray for you, that God would give you a cleanness of life and practice and heart and give you the courage to speak up in whatever environment you find yourself in. Our children are starving for truth in this generation, and they're wide open. There's only a few Goliaths that claim that they have the power to keep us from being the people of God, but they don't. So I challenge you with all my heart, turn from sin, find that new life in Christ, and rise up and be the person that God's called you to be. We're going to sing for just a few moments. We're going to worship. I guess my other call is just twofold today. It's for people that say, 
Oh, God, help me, please, to turn from this thing in my life. I don't have to tell you what it is. You already know. Help me to turn away from watching pornography. Help me to turn away from drink. Help me, God, to turn away from that flirtation in the office. Help me, God. Help me, God, to stop railing. Get me off. Get me out of the seat of the scornful. And help me to walk with the righteous. Deliver me, God, from cowardice. And put a love for people in my heart that casts out all fear. Give me a voice to call this generation back to you again. And God help me not to cower under the fear of the repercussions that will come all of our way. You know, I was in Washington and there's an ex-general there who really <clears throat> gives courage to my heart every time I meet him and talk with him. And essentially, what he would say if he was standing here is, you have to fight for a cause higher than your own preservation. If it's just about preserving yourself, you'll flee when the enemy comes. If it's about others, you'll stand. May God give us the courage in this generation to stand for those that don't have a voice for themselves, for our children, for the unborn, for our high school students for our college students, for every mother, every father, every child in this country that needs to know there's a Savior who died for them. Give us the grace to be kind and compassionate to all, not judging anyone. We leave that to God. But reaching as far as we can reach into this mass of fallen humanity with this message of incredible grace that belongs to every person who turns to it through Jesus Christ. So, Father, I thank you, Lord God, that you will today cause your kingdom to advance. You will give us the strength and courage that we now need as a people to stand against the onslaught of wickedness that wants to extinguish the testimony of your life and word. Lord Jesus Christ, I pray for courage for your people as others throughout the world have had to have. God, deliver us, Lord, from this life of ease that so many of your people have known and bring us into the true fight for the souls of men. Thank you, Lord Jesus Christ. God, we yield our bodies today to this purpose. We thank you in Jesus' name. So we're going to stand in a moment for those who just, you just know you have to turn from something. And for those who want to turn towards Christ, maybe you don't have a struggle that I'm talking about in your life, but you say, God, I'm stuck in neutral. I'm not going anywhere. I'm not going back and I'm not going forward. But today you say, I want to make a difference. I want my life to count. I want my voice to have authority. If that's you, we're going to stand. I'm going to ask you to make your way here. We're going to pray together and believe God to answer our prayer. In the annex, you can make your way here. We'll wait for you in the campus churches. Step between the screens, if you will. We'll be back in just a moment.
shouldn't support. And uh, I'm grateful because of this. I need to know what it is that pleases God and what does not please him. I need to know the things that he can accept and what he does not accept. Yeah, I need to know these things so that I won't do what does not please God, but I will do the things that pleases him daily. I will walk in the spirit 
I will keep the faith. I will trust God through every situation, no matter how bad it looks. Yeah, I'm going to trust him. He's the author again this morning and the finisher of our faith. He has our best interest at heart. And number one, without him, we can do nothing, so we may as well go to him for everything. And it's already all right today in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Again, the studio is open. If there's anyone who has something they would like to say or testimony or prayer request or whatever it may be, feel free to press that number one. You can call 619-639-4609 this morning and request prayer or share with us whatever you feel God has laid upon your heart today. Yeah. And so we're thankful. Good morning to you, Apostle Boatwright. Good morning to you again, Brother Lewis, Sister Irene, uh, Minister Shonda. Good morning to you, Pastor David, Sister Jerry, Brother Anthony. Good morning to you. I think this is my God, baby, Laura. Good morning to you. God bless you today. And uh, we thank God for you tuning in. Thank God for those that come through the archives and podcasts. I'm grateful. Unto God for each of you this morning. Yeah. Because how can we hear without a preacher? And how can he preach unless he or she, I'm going to say this morning, the generic term, has been sent. And we need the truth. The whole truth, as Pastor Howard would say, and nothing but the truth. We don't want no lies. We don't want no uh, covering uh, up through our flesh. Now, we want the truth. We want to be transparent in God and open up. Hallelujah. So the world will know there is a Savior. Hallelujah. There is a bomb in Gilead. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right, Brother Anthony, coming at you right now. Good morning, sir. God bless you. How are you? Bless Hall of Favor. Good morning, Miss Barbara. Good morning, everybody listening this morning. First of all, I want to give God thanks for waking me up this morning. I thank him for... Life, health, and strength, keeping my right mind. Thank you for the activity in my limbs. I thank you for who he is and me, what he's doing in me, where he brought me from, where he's taking me at. And I just thank God for his love, his grace, his mercy. You know, just best to, again, be here this morning. Uh, good morning to you, again, Miss Barbara, and everybody listening. And I just wanted to say that this morning I'm on the road working. But uh, I just wanted to, uh, I had a prayer request, uh, not only for me, but for my uh, friend, my Fermic, uh, aunt passed away uh, today. So uh, we just wanted to uh, lift her, her and her family up, Fermic family up, and uh, pass another family member, aunt. Amen. Brother Anthony, good morning. We will lift that family up in prayer. And uh, I tell you, People are leaving here. But like as soon as I hear one has gone, somebody come and tell me another one is gone. And see, we're here right now. Yesterday is gone and tomorrow is not promised. And so some people are sick, some people are not. But they leave it here. And we want to be covered when we leave. We want to have our work done. We want to have done all God said to do. Yeah. And then we go on in peace. Yeah. And so it's all right this morning in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. We'll be praying for that uh, family, Brother Anthony. God bless you this morning. Uh, is there anyone else? I'm a, 
Well, you can go say something else, Brian Anthony. Uh, just want to say good morning to, uh, again, Sister Jerry and uh, Brother Louis. I know I can forget them sometimes, but we want to say good morning to them and everybody. Man, good morning. Uh, God bless y'all. Y'all have a blessed rest of the day and rest of the week. Amen. 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 We thank God. We thank God for Jesus. Hallelujah. All right. Is there anyone else? If not, I will pray us out today. Good morning to you, area code 209. God bless you this morning. God bless you. And uh, I will pray us out and we pray the Lord bring us back tomorrow morning, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time for another episode of Jesus in the Morning. Brother Lewis say, hey, bro, Anthony. <laughs> uh, yeah. Because I tell you, in this hour, it's praying time. It's studying that word and applying it to your everyday life. Let the word be in your heart. Yeah, that you might not sin against God even with through the word. But it's praying time. I know we done had plenty of years of freedom and uh, some played church. It, this is not the time. The wolf is already at the door. Mm-hmm. Some things are going on. I, I often, every blue moon, I get to read this prayer. And uh, it's by uh, this man. He, I believe he's a chaplain or he may be a minister. And they thought he was going to get up with the same prayer, you know. And see, even like with the award shows, I've been stopped watching the foolishness. But they used to get up, I thank God, just a figure of speech just honoring God with their lips, but their heart be far from it. He can't do it like that. Yeah, we got to let our heart line up with our lips and our lips line up with our heart. If not, God know we lie. See, what your heart said, your lips must say the same thing. What your lips say and your heart must say the same thing. If not, we liars, and God knows this. Yeah, so we have to be careful. But listen to this. This interesting prayer was given in Kansas uh, at the opening session of their Senate. It seems prayer will still upset some people, and it does. The word of God upsets some people. The truth upsets some people. When Minister Joe Wright was asked to open the new session of the Kansas Senate, everyone was expecting the usual uh, generalities. But this is what they heard. Listen to this. See now, and a lot of people are expecting the same as norm. They they expecting the ways of the world. They expecting the ways of demons and the devil. Yeah, I told you I have been in some places and I couldn't say nothing in the store because they wasn't ready. It really would have upset them. Yeah, and they may have asked me out of there, ma'am. We don't do that in here. But they told me this was America and we have freedom of speech. But they're taking all that now because the wrong people are in place. Look, don't, don't move, Minister Shonda. Don't move. Don't move. This is what they heard. Heavenly Father, we come before you today to ask your forgiveness and to seek your direction and guidance. We know your word says, woe to those who call evil good. But this is exactly what we have done. We've lost our spiritual equilibrium and reversed our values. We have ridiculed the absolute truth of your word and called it pluralism. 
We have worshipped other gods and called it multiculturalism. We have endorsed perversion and called it alternative lifestyle. We have exploited the poor and called it lottery. We have rewarded laziness and called it welfare. We have killed our unborn and called it choice. We have shot abortionists and called it justifiable. We have neglected to discipline our children and called it building self-esteem. We have abused power and called it politics. We have embezzled public funds and called it essential expenses. We have institutionalized bribery and called it suites of office. We have converted our neighbors' possessions and called it ambitions. We have polluted the air with profanity and pornography and called it freedom of expression. We have ridiculed the time-honored value of our forefathers and called it enlightenment. Search us, O God, and know our hearts today. Cleanse us from every sin and set us free. Amen. It's some more to that, but I'm going to get Minister Shonda on in. You see what he's saying? Yeah, they weren't expecting that. Hmm. All right, Minister Shonda, I'm coming at you right now. Good morning. God bless you. How are you? I'm doing good. Uh, How are you? I'm blessed. Can't complain. Well, I'm just calling for prayer, um, evangelist, uh, from all the saints that are listening, because some of the things that you were saying um, this morning is stepped on my toes and in a good way, because of late, I have been that destructive person, um, angry, and even murderous thoughts, to be honest with you. Um, I of late just don't feel like a child of God. I'm gonna be honest about it. Um, I felt a little defeated. Um, but my request of the Lord is to uh, clean my heart, renew white spirit in me, and to fill me with His Holy Ghost and help me because I can't help myself. I just feel like I'm prone to do evil even if I want to do good. And uh, I don't blame it on anybody. I just blame it on the wickedness in my heart. And so, you know, you say minister. I feel like a minister. Um, you know, I already talked to my pastor for a slave. You no, know, I need to be taught right now. I don't need to be in no pulpit. So I'm having a hard time, and I need y'all to pray with me. I I am praying for myself. I'm not just saying pray for me and I'm not praying for myself. But I need God because I just feel, I just feel real low right now. So y'all keep me in prayer. God bless y'all. Amen. God bless you, Minister Shonda. And that's what Apostle Paul, I believe it was him that wrote, uh, when I desire to do good, evil is always present. And he found that it wasn't anything but sin that dwells therein. And, all right, but Lord, God bless you and share and have a wonderful day. Um, that's what we're going to do. We're going to pray for you. Because that enemy, he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. So you want to steal your joy. Uh, your happiness, your peace, uh, you knowing who you are in Jesus. 
Uh, he want to steal the work from you because woman, God called you to a great work. I'm telling you, I'm telling you what I know, not what I think, but what I know. God called you to a great work. And that devil keep coming because he wants the work to stop. He wants you to be defeated and the work won't get done, but he's a lie. There's no truth in him. He told the first lie. Ah, uh, yeah. And it's already all right. In Jesus' name this morning, Minister Shonda. But we're going to pray for you. And uh, I want to recommend you going to the Lord and talking to him about only a three-day fast. And ask him for the instructions on the fast. Yeah. And, 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 and see how the Lord moves in this. And after you pray, don't get up so quick. Wait, because you're going to hear back from the Lord. Yeah. Because he loves you. And I'm telling you, he's got a great work for you. And then it would follow you, Minister Shonda. But that devil keep coming because he want to snatch everything. Oh, but he's a lie today. Yeah. You should live and not die to declare the works of the Lord. I don't care what the devil say. God have the last word. He's got all power. There's no higher power. And we just have to focus on these things. Yeah. I'm going to trust him with all my heart. And I'm not going to lean on my own understanding. In all my ways, I'm going to acknowledge him. He's going to direct my path. I don't want to be wise in my own eyes, Lord. Help me to fear you and depart from evil. In the name of Jesus. And it's already all right today. In Jesus' name. So we thank him this morning. We thank him. All right, Minister Shonda, I'm going to mute your mic and bring Sister Jerry in. Good morning, Sister Jerry. God bless you. How are you? Good morning, Sister Barbara. I'm blessed no matter what the devil keeps trying to show me. You know, I've been going through something. I've really been going through something this these last two weeks, and I've been trying to hold it, and I know you told me to let it go, let it go. But sometimes, and I'm just being honest, Barbara, I'm not going to be free until I just let it out. And I'm just going through something, Barbara. Not with you, but, you know, I I don't like to upset people, and I'll just hold it in, hold it in. But, you know, I didn't mind upsetting Mr. Crowd. I could just work him. And now he's lately because I don't have him to look and lack him and lash at. I'm getting sicker and sicker because I'm, you know, I, I guess I treasure others more than I treasure others. And that's something God has dealt with me, too. Plus, today I fell down in my bathroom. Teresa had to come get me up. And the fireman, you know, they, they know me so well. Not a man felt I was having a heart attack. I said, no, I just, God. And then, you know, my sister, well, you don't know. I hadn't told you yet. She died this morning, four days. Jesus. So I'm just going through a lot, you know, with having trying to get in this food. See, like, how closer I'm getting. The more things is happening, and mm-hmm. it's causing me to have a little anxiety and panic. So mm-hmm. thank you, Jesus. Thank you for the message. The roof is at the door. And I'm just going to start letting some stuff out, okay? Okay. All right. Love you. Love you, and too. And tell Mr. Shonda, I say good morning. All right. She hear you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Yeah, God bless you, God bless you today. Yeah, he, he's coming after everybody. Listen, listen. Y'all heard me say I was in the midst of the trial. I'm going through, I couldn't even begin to tell you. 
But I know greater is he that lives within me than he that is in the world. Yeah, I don't look like what I'm going through. I'm here to tell you this morning. He come to steal, kill, and destroy. And that's what he think he's doing. But he's alive. Yeah, because God, and know what? I know when he gets stirred up and cut in a pure donkey like this right here, that blessing is right a few feet from me. I'm telling you the truth. When that devil get to cutting a donkey, your blessing is right there. He can't take it away. What God gives, no man can take. But what he try to do is harass, aggravate, upset. Now, I ain't got nothing to be upset over. God is working it out for me. And I'm going to wait on him. I'm just waiting on Jesus. Soon my waiting days will be over. Hallelujah. And we got to look to the hills from which cometh our help. Keep looking, keep looking, keep looking. Don't give up looking. Don't give up on God because it's not him. Yeah, and it's not him. It's him that come to kill, steal, and destroy. John 10, 10 said it. That devil come to kill, steal, and destroy. It's Jesus who comes that we might have life and have it more abundant. Yeah. But today, I got some praying to do, and I will get it done today. Yeah. I will be praying for you because it's praying time. Yeah. And uh, I know who God called, and I know who he chose, and he showed me things, and whatever he showed me, it is the truth. Yeah. It is the truth. Now, the devil may want you to think, well, this and that about her and this and that about them. And look here, if God done showed it to me, I'm going with what he showed me. Mm-hmm. And it's already all thank right. You, today. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You really just ministered to me, and you just don't even have no idea, but thank you so much, Barbara. Hallelujah. God bless you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Let's pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we come before you this morning, thanking you for this day. Father, we thank you for life, health, and strength. Thank you for the use and activity of limbs, life, God. We thank you for all you've done already, what you're doing right now, and, Father, what you're going to do. Lord, you heard the petition of the people. I bring it before you, and I lay it on the altar. And, God, I ask that you would fix it for them, deliver, set free this morning. God, send your spirit of love to them. And show them that you love them this day in spite of, and that you look beyond fault and you yet meet need. You're on their side today, Father, in spite of. You're for them, and your word said, if you be for them, you're more than the whole world against them. Move today on their prayer request. Move today on their petition, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. Strengthen Jerry in her hour of bereavement. Lord, strengthen that family. Let this death change things and and bring good things about, spiritual things through you and in you today. In the name of Jesus, touch the family of the bereaved that Brother Anthony mentioned this morning. And God, help these, your people to be strengthened in you. Lord, move for them in a mighty way. Supply all that's needed in this hour. In the name of Jesus. Father, bless Stacy's brother. God, we ask that you would raise him up like nothing happened to him ever. You've done it for my son, Abdullah. You've done it for Kalani, oh God. 
Hallelujah. I know you're doing for Stacey's brother. Move today in a mighty way in the name of Jesus. And Lord, we thank you for what you're doing for Stacy. Thank you for her faith, God. Thank you for her standing on behalf of her brother. Strengthen her in this hour. And Lord, let her continue to lift you up in the name of Jesus. We thank you this morning. I pray for every caller and every listener this morning. Whatever they're praying and asking you for, I touch and agree with them this day. In the name of Jesus, that you would bless them and every household represented here, every family member, every friend today, oh God, move by your spirit in a mighty way. Lord, we know you to be a right now, God, in the name of Jesus. Do it for your people. Lift every burden, oh God, every heavy weight. You said, come unto you, all better burden and heavy laden. You said you would give rest. Give rest this morning, Father. We come into you. Lord, set fast in order that however long you want us to go, strengthen us as we fast in, oh God. And Lord, let us not tell nobody the days and the dates, but God, let us do it unto you and not unto man in the name of Jesus. And Lord, whatever our petition is, while we're fasting, do it for us in the precious name of Jesus. Remind us to study your word. Remind us to focus in your word. Remind us to keep our mind on you. Father, remind us to delight ourselves in you today. Remind us to look to the hills from which cometh our help. All of our help comes from the Lord, who made the heavens and the earth. Do it today, Jehovah God. Oh, we need you. We can't make it without you. We can't be at peace without you. Send your peace, your joy. Oh, send your love. Send your mercy. Send your grace more in the name of Jesus. And Father, we thank you this morning. And anything we left out, we ask that you would take it up this morning and that you would do it for us in the name of Jesus. Or send your peace, Father. Hallelujah. And anything that's not like you, separate us from it. Lord, send it away from us in the name of Jesus. Anything that's battling us and keeping us in low places, God, send it away from us today in the name of Jesus and strengthen us as it goes away. And Lord, allow us to remember we don't need it. We need you like never before in the name of Jesus. Father, I also ask this morning that you would bless your people financially with uncommon money, money they've never, the amount they've never received in their lives before. I ask today that you would do it because God, money makes us happy. Money makes us glad. Money, big, big money today. And Father, nobody's mad but the devil. And if you send us uncommon money, God, we won't forget to pay tithes and offerings. We won't forget to be givers, cheerful givers to others that are in dire straits. Help us this morning, oh God. In Jesus' name, we ask it all. Amen and hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah. Oh, we thank you, his majesty. We bless your name today. Hallelujah. Oh, we bless the true and living God. We bless your son, Jesus, this morning, Jehovah. Hallelujah. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We can't thank you enough. There's none like you. Move this morning on the prayer request, oh God. We know you heard us the first time. And Father, we trust you. Uh, we, we're not going to lean to our own understanding. Uh, we believe you this morning. 
Hallelujah. We believe that heaven is, is, is working. Hallelujah. To get it done right now. In Jesus' name. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Yes, yes, yes. Hey, thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Father. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. Thank you, Lord, for hearing. We thank you for answering this morning. Oh, we thank you that you lifted us. Mm. We were sinking deep in sin, far from the peaceful shore. Father, we were very deeply stained within, sinking to rise no more. But you, the master of the sea, you heard our despairing cry. And Father, from the waters, it's you lifting us right now. So safe, we can say, am I. Love lifted us, for God is love. Love lifted us when nothing else could help. Oh, God lifted us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord. We give you glory. We give you the honor and praise. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Mm. Oof. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to his majesty. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. God bless you, Sister Mari. I uh, got your gift. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. God bless you this morning. And uh, I'm thankful unto him ah, for all he has done, what he's doing right now, and what he's going to do. I was thinking I was going to end early this morning and come on out, but God got a mighty sweet way. Yes, he does. And his will is going to be done in our lives. Let me tell you something. We're going to go through some things. And sometimes we feel like we won't make it. But when I tell you, with God on our side, he's going to bring us out. And it's going to be better than all right. Hallelujah. More than all right, he's going to bring us out. He knows our situation. And he's looking at us. But I want to ask y'all to praise Start praising God. Hallelujah. Yeah, praise him all through your house. Praise him on the job. Praise him. You ain't got to open your mouth. You can praise him in your heart. Yeah, and God is going to move. Yeah, because when the praises go up, the blessings of God come down. I don't care what the situation is. We feel bad. We feel down. We feel out. But if we'll just begin to praise God a little bit and focus, he's going to come in and move. Oh, yeah, he done did it for me too many times. Yeah, he has done it for me too many times. Yesterday I was sitting, and all of a sudden I started thinking about one of my grandsons of the daughter that passed. And I was tempted to call him. I was tempted to text him. I was tempted to hit him up on Facebook. I had to wait. I couldn't say nothing. Got to wait. See, because if we wait on the Lord, he's going to renew our strength. If we wait on him, he's going to bring it at the perfect time and more than we need. But we got to wait on him. Yeah. But I thank God. And it's not just a financial situation I was going through in the trial. It's some other stuff. It's being revealed to show me. Yeah. And so we, we walk accordingly the spirit of God and it's already all right today in Jesus name hallelujah hallelujah listen I have a request 
to play this morning, and I am going to uh, play this one by the, I think it's Ropers. Y'all know I mess some people's name up every time. Let's take a listen. Oh 
inspiring and encouraging you all day long. Jesus in the Morning Radio with Barbara. Hallelujah, hallelujah, thank you Jesus. We thank God, we thank God this morning <clears throat> for his word, for his way, for his will, for his spirit. Oh, we just thank him for his love, his grace, his mercy. Hallelujah, we have a lot to thank him for. Things could be so much worse today. Oh, but God, hallelujah, hallelujah. So if no one else have anything else to say, um, we pray the Lord bring us back tomorrow morning, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And Lord, every prayer request, we're asking him to answer, yeah, to bring peace and comfort and whatever is needed today, finances, whatever, healing, whatever is needed in the name of Jesus. So may the Lord watch between me and thee while we are absent, one from another, in the name of Jesus. Go today in love and peace. Share the good news of Jesus and give someone something of quality. God loves a cheerful giver. Have a blessed day. I speak the blessings of Almighty God upon you today in Jesus' name. And so at this time, I'm going to say bye-bye. Have a blessed day. And this is our last song of the morning. And after this song, I won't be coming back today. God bless you.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.